Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Alex, when somebody writes that the Cardinals are in the pitching market, you know I've got to reach out. We're calling immediately. We are absolutely getting in touch, and that is what Robert Murray wrote earlier this week. You can find his work over at fansided.com. You can follow him on Twitter. You should do so. He's one of the best baseball insiders in the country. He is at by Robert Murray. He joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Robert, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? How are you? Doing very well. So when you wrote that the Cardinals will be looking for pitching on the trade market, we had to get in touch with you. What are you hearing on the Cardinals' interest and what's available out there on the market right now? Yeah, that's the thing is there's not a lot of options available right now. It's it's early June, and the trade market's not going to get kicked up for another month, which is making things a little bit more complicated for the Cardinals. They can... They're looking at the, the free agent starting pitching market right now, and Derek Gould recently reported that they're in talks to Shelby Miller. But um, even though they're trying to trade for some guys, the options aren't there. I mean, maybe you can look at the Colorado Rockies with John Gray and Herman Marquez. But other than that, those the options are really limited for the Cardinals, and that's kind of stalled their their movement on the trade front right now is the other problem too, robert that the cost is just too much we heard mo talk about a little bit uh, yesterday with the post dispatch about how you know it, they're asking a hefty price right now and it would seem a team that's already depleted in depth in their minor league system isn't willing to give up top prospects for guys who might slide into the third or fourth place spot in the rotation no that's exactly right and the earlier you trade for guys in the season the more the price is going to be and it, the Cardinals and all these other teams who are looking for starting pitching and impact players in the market are probably going to end up getting these guys for lesser of a cost next month or maybe in about 30 to 45 days or so, um, which is another reason why they should uh, they should probably wait out the market and sign a guy like Miller. And I mean, there's another guy, Brad Peacock, who's working out right now in uh, in Florida who could be an option later in the year too if they end up signing him. So even though they're not going to end up getting – a, a impact player maybe tomorrow or two days from now um there is still an opportunity to add some veterans on the open market and free agency and then end up trading for these guys later next month and that's going to end up helping them in the long run and, and something i think the cardinals are going to end up doing that's interesting robert because i look at this rotation right now and it's kind of held together by toothpicks and bubble gum and i don't know how they're going to get through <laughs> a month of the season with Oviedo, Gant, Martinez, Wayno, and I legitimately right now don't know who their fifth starter is. I guess it could be KK if and when he returns, but he's got that back issue that he's dealing with. Do you think they have enough right now to be able to get through a month of play before they can make a deal? 
That, I don't know. And that's a really scary thought because Martinez, he started off the year so hot, and he's basically just fallen off a cliff lately. And with all the injuries that they have, that's the last thing they needed. So if they're going to get through this stretch, they're going to need one of those guys to step up. I think Oviedo can do it, but he's been pretty inconsistent this year. And what is going to end up happening is if they don't bring anybody on who can contribute right away, it's going to end up taxing the bullpen yet again. Because I remember Mike Schilt saying earlier in the year, that they were on a very unsustainable pace with how they were using their bullpen. And if you end up taxing these guys this early in the season, you just you don't know what's going to happen later in the year. Are these guys going to come crashing down? And knowing that you don't have Jordan Hicks now and probably long term, that makes it an even more complicated thing. So I don't know if they're going to be able to get through this stretch. Like You would, you would imagine they'll, they'll be able to piece some of these guys together and, and, and make it work, but it's going to be really difficult. And Schilt's job is is probably one of the more difficult ones right now in, in all of Major League Baseball. Robert, let's go down the path of uh, available pitchers like on the market right now in terms of free agency because a lot of our fans and, and texters ask like Cole Hamels or one of these guys who are kind of just sitting around waiting to be signed. Legitimate, Homer Bailey. Uh, yeah, Homer Bailey. Uh, legitimately, how, yeah. how long are you looking at before these guys could be impactful for a club? Because it would seem like they're going to have to do some ramp-ups, and by that time you're talking about the trade deadline hitting. Exactly. And that uh, of all of available guys, it would end up being Shelby Miller, who's the most ready to pitch. And even he's going to need some build up because he pitched in the Cubs minor league system earlier in the year before getting released. But Homer Bailey hasn't pitched. Cole Hamels hasn't pitched. Brad Peacock is finally healthy enough where he's showcasing for teams. So he wouldn't be able to contribute for at least you would think two months. So it, it, it makes it really difficult to sign these guys, but that's why I think they're looking at a guy like Miller is because he, it won't take him too long to to build back up in the minors, and maybe he can end up pitching at the major league level. But but even then, he wasn't that great when he was at the major league level. I think he had like a seven or so ERA last year. So it's not like they're going out and signing a a future Hall of Fame player by any means. But that's what July is for. Um, but. It, the free agent options just are, are not very appealing right now. Robert Murray is our guest. You can find his work over at Fansided. He's an MLB insider and national baseball columnist for them. Joins us right now on 101 ESPN. Robert, the guy that we've brought up as like the perfect candidate or at, se- at least seemingly the perfect candidate for the Cardinals is Kyle Gibson. He's starting right now and playing extremely well for the Texas Rangers. He's got one more year left on his deal next year as well. They're completely out of it. There, there's not going to be anything that comes out of this season for Texas that is anything that people will write home about. Do you think they are getting close to being willing to start trading off some pieces, or is that another team that is still going to wait this out as well? I think they're going to wait it out a little bit more, but that's a really good trade partner for them. Uh, and I think Gibson would end up being perfect just for a lot of reasons. He's been very good this year. He just had a really good start against the Giants recently. Um, and he's he's somebody with the controllability that's going to appeal to the Cardinals, and that's a huge reason why they ended up going after Arenado is because he had that controllability, and he already said that he was not going to opt out of his contract. And sure, adding a guy like Gibson, who's got one more year left on his deal, it's going to cost him more, but you're going to get more out of the player, and he's he's got a very good track record. He was good in Minnesota, um, so I, I think that kind of a player would make more sense even over a guy like Max Scherzer who's been connected pretty heavily to the Cardinals I'm not saying that Scherzer wouldn't make sense uh he's a very good pitcher and he would transform their rotation when they desperately need it but but Gibson makes sense I think Jordan Lyles could make sense for them too if you're looking at a bottom end of the rotation kind of guy 
he's been pretty bad for the Rangers this year, but he's he's been pretty good in the NL Central, um, and he's probably not going to cost too much. And if you get him, so I got to see Lyles up close in Milwaukee, and he really took off when he had Yasmin and Grandal behind the plate, um, and who was a really good defender, really good pitch framer. If you pair him with a, a guy like Yadier Molina, that could do wonders for him and could make him a, a nice buy low candidate. But um, I, of the two, I would obviously prefer Gibson, but Lyles would also make sense. Uh, let's let's go down this route then, Robert, because right now I think Michael Gershwoff, the Cardinals, was the one that said, you know, teams can sniff dis- desperation from teams, and obviously the Cardinals are very desperate. Uh, what do you think mm-hmm. that trade is looking like for a Kyle Gibson? Are you talking Nolan Gorman because the Rangers know that the Cardinals are desperate, or could it be something less? I would imagine it's going to be something less, and I can't see them trading Gorman, even though um, Gibson is controllable. That's he's the he's one of those pieces who, to me, would be untouchable, even for a guy like Scherzer, um, just because Gorman he's he's a third baseman at heart, but uh, he could end up being their long term answer at second base, and you can shift Edmund to the outfield. Uh, and, and Gorman even practiced at second base earlier this year too in spring training, so that's a possibility. You can hit forty home runs. Uh, he's just he's a, a player I would not trade unless it's just like the perfect scenario. So I would imagine it's going to cost less than Gorman. You might have to top with maybe one, or you may need to part with at least one of your top prospects, maybe top ten guys, and, and work a deal around that. But I wouldn't imagine it's going to be Gorman. I, I, I don't think the Cardinals are going to be in the business of trading any of their top top prospects because they didn't even do that for for Arenado, and I can't imagine they would end up doing that for a guy like Kyle Gibson. We're talking to Robert Murray for just another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Robert, another guy that we, we talked to Buster only yesterday. He brought up the possibility that maybe Zach Wheeler is somebody that gets dangled at the deadline if the um, Phillies continue to fall out of this. Right now, they're only three and a half games back. I certainly would not expect him to be available now. Do you think that's yeah. another name that, that could become of interest for teams? He's got some of that controllability that you were talking about as well. He's got three years left at big money on his deal what do you think about the prospects of him potentially being available? That would end up throwing a huge wrench in the tr- in the trade market. And I know a couple of teams that I've talked to have mentioned him as maybe somebody they ask about, but as you said, they're they're not too far out of the race by any means. So I can't see them trading Wheeler now. Or I mean, if they end up if they end up being further out of it come July 30th, I'd imagine that possibility exists and. If, if you can land a guy like Zach Wheeler, who I feel is one of the more underrated pitchers in baseball, even though he's probably a top five pitcher at this point, um, if you can add him, that's going to do wonders for your rotation. And can you imagine a, a rotation long-term that's topped by Zach Wheeler and Jack Flaherty? I, I can't think of too many rotations that can compete with that. Um, so I'd imagine that call is going to be placed to the Phillies um, by the Cardinals. Maybe it gets nowhere, maybe it goes somewhere, but it's a call that's worth placing and, if we're throwing an under-the-radar name out there, I'll throw Shane Bieber's name into the mix. Um, he's generated a little bit of buzz lately. I don't think a trade would happen this year. I would place the odds at, at less than 0.1%. Um, but I would keep an eye on his name in the future. Like That is something that I think that is going to end up getting a lot of buzz, maybe even this offseason or maybe next trade deadline, but He's somebody I put in the back of my mind. All right, you got all the hair standing up on my arms and neck here, Robert. So I I got a two-part question for you. One, when do you think Cleveland would look at 
trading Shane Bieber and two, sorry, these are two parts. I'm just so excited. Does <laughs> does a Zach Wheeler trade put the Cardinals out of re-signing Jack Flaherty? All right, I'll start with Bieber. Um, so if I, I think a trade, if that happens, it would end up being in, in large part the Cleveland understanding that they're not going to be able to extend him. And they've tried to extend him previously, and it's gone nowhere. So a, t- a timeline for a trade of that magnitude happening, I would imagine it would end up happening in the or during the season at the trade deadline. And that package would be astronomical. And I said before I would not trade Gorman. Um, but in in that case, I would. Because Bieber, that guy would, he would do wonders for any rotation. But if you add him to the Cardinals rotation and you add him with that lineup that has Arenado and Goldschmidt, that immediately vaults you right to the top of, of the World Series race in the National League. Even even with the Dodgers and even with the Padres and, and now the Giants, too. Um but as I said, I, I would not expect Bieber to be a candidate this year, but just in the future. I just want to emphasize that. Yeah. Uh, and then with Wheeler, um, I don't know if that would mean you don't re-sign Flaherty. It would be, it would get pretty expensive, and I know the Cardinals have been pretty mindful of their payroll in the, in the like in the present and in the future. Um, but that might be a risk worth taking, just because he's he's somebody who, as you said, is controllable. He's a dominant starter, and I would imagine Flaherty and the Cardinals are going to be motivated to complete a deal at some point, but I don't know if it would rule out re-signing Flaherty. It might decrease the odds, but uh, the Cardinals might be able to make it work, especially since they have Molina and Wainwright coming off the books this year or after this season, and, and they might not be coming back. 